interesting stories. The best-selling vehicle for decades, the Ford F-150, will have an all-electric model and the chief engineer behind it. Welcome back to another Textination interview. I'm Fred Fishkin. Very happy to have with us the woman who is Ford's chief engineer for the F-150 Lightning, Linda Zhang. Congratulations, Linda, and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Fred. I'm so happy to be here. Well, so there you were Wednesday night, last night, unveiling the Ford F-150 Lightning to the world, along with the executive chairman, the CEO, and the UAW VP. Put into words what that feeling was like. Oh, it was amazing. It was literally like a dream come true. Um, and the way that um, the world headquarters here was set up with the beautiful stage right out front, with the building being used as um, basically a projector for, for everything that was going on with all the um, footage of the truck playing as well as, uh, you know, as we were presenting. So it was beautiful and it was just so lively and fun. We had um, a, a, some, some of our customers out here as well as a, a lot of our um, employees out here as well. So it was, uh, it was really nice along with uh, a lot of media. So. Right. And personally, what an accomplishment. Is it of special significance that, that you're a woman, an Asian American woman who came to this country with your family as a child and a mom? Oh, you know, um, I'm just so blessed to be be able to represent the vehicle and to help, you know, represent the truck, but also the team. We have such an awesome team with such dedicated and passionate people that just love everything about the product and want to give our customers um, everything that it is. So we bring in all different points of views here um, with this product, making sure that we get our customers the best of what it is, whether it's you know truck usage for 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 towing or hauling, or if it's um, you know tech features. Um, with this truck, with you know the level two driving, as well as leveraging that electrification to provide our customers with more power, more space, and uh, more um, power, but from an exportable perspective as well. Well, leveraging the, that battery. The, the the power is certainly shifting towards women in in the automotive industry overall. It, it looks like. <laughs> um, I think there's just a lot of really great people here. So it's not necessarily about me or anything like that. Um, we have lots of different points of views uh, around the team and we have lots of genders, whether female or male and, uh, you know, include all those cool points of views as well as uh, different usages of, uh, you know, young people, younger folks, folks with families, as well as older folks too. So it's great. And it's nice to be able to leverage that really diverse team to pull in all the different kind of voices for what uh, voices for our customers. And we've actually done a lot of really great research too. So, um, and customer clinics to try to take in as much as we can from our customer base in terms of developing this vehicle. I was going to say you've been with Ford for a long time now. How many years? 25 years. Wow. Working not always as a in the engineering capacity too, right? You kind of worked your way into that, or? Well, so I I am an electrical engineer by trade, um, and I also have a computer engineering degree and an MBA degree. So for me, um, I actually started in manufacturing, um, working with the engines actually um, from a manufacturing design perspective, 
And then from there, as I, as I was at the company, um, pretty much right after my bachelor's degree, the company actually was really great. Ford's, uh, you know, sent me back to school for my MBA, as well as my master's of computer engineering. So um, I kind of grew into bigger and bigger roles, um, taking on not only manufacturing, but also engineering uh, des- from a design perspective, and um, as well as kind of business roles here too. So business is strategy. So it's been great. Wow. And, and then there was this challenge of building an all electric version of the workhorse F-150. And this little thing called COVID in the, in the midst of it. <laughs> so tell us about the, the, the real challenges that you've faced here in trying to, to electrify a vehicle like the F-150 known as the staple, the workhorse, the everything for so many. Yeah, the F-150 is awesome. And the F-Series brand itself is just such an important icon, right, for for America in general, 44 years of sales leadership. So that's what we were building from. And in a way, that was also um, an expectation that we needed to live up to. So if you think about it in terms of you know, what this product is, it, at the end of the day, it still needed to be a truck. And we heard that loud and clear from all kinds of customers, that this was something that needed to be able to provide our customers with capability to, um, to capability, productivity, and functionality, right? So towing, hauling, all the things that they currently do with the truck um, to be able to get their job done, to be able to, you know, drive around and, and do things with their families, all of those still had to stay within this truck. So that was kind of the foundation for everything. And um, at Ford here, we've got, you know, over a century of truck know-how in a way. So being able to pull all of that in to make sure that from a durability and productivity perspective that we were giving our truck customers exactly what they need, but then also building on the electrification to give them even more, right? Electrification opened us up so many avenues in this truck, whether it's performance and that, you know, smoother acceleration and fast acceleration, but also the ride aspect of it too. That's like the first bit that electrification opens up with that instant, near instant torque. Uh, But then secondly, um, if you think about it in terms of a traditional vehicle has an, an, Combustion, a combustion engine in the front, right? Well, with a battery electric vehicle, we don't need that. So that opens up new spaces that our current customers can't have. Um, so for us, we were able to take, to take that space and not just provide a very basic, tiny little frunk to our customers, right? The front trunk. Um, we actually made ours a mega power frunk. And it's literally huge. And that's why we call it mega because it's wide enough for two full sets of golf bags. It's, it's big enough to be able to carry a full checked in bag and two carry ons plus lots of little bags. Um, and not only that, it's sturdy, it's durable with 400 pounds of payload right up front. And we, you know, re-engineered the, the suspension a bit in the front to be able to handle that payload. So that's the mega aspect of this mega power front. And then the powered aspect of it is 
it's powered. We have four outlets and two USBs up front. So if you think about it from that perspective, I mean, really being able to provide more power for the customer. I mean, in a way, we're going to be reinventing the tailgating here, right? It's going to be front gating in a way. Um, and then also it comes um, with a standard a power open close front hood. So it just like, you know, you can think of it similar to a tailgate, but there was a lot of, you know, different challenges from an engineering perspective to get the front um, power, power uh, up and down functionality um, so that our customers can, you know, with a touch of a button, or actually we have multiple ways to get in, but a touch of a button, get in and easily load and unload. Um, uh, this was an area that we did a lot of customer research and cl customer clinics on, and our our customers literally helped us design this. They told us, I want this right here. I want that right here. So as a part of that, we, we actually have a drain at the bottom of this. Again, kind of going toward that whole tailgating, the, there's a, a you know mini bin that's in our mega power trunk. It's not mini, by the way, but it's a it's a it's a it's a bin cubby that's kind of at the bottom of this um, mini uh, that of this mega power trunk, and it literally has a drain in it. So you can pour ice in there, you can put beverages in there, or you know if you think about about it as a you know normally a dry and lockable store storage area. Um, but if you needed to, you can use it as a wet area as well, right? And let, let's say you're out hiking and your boots are completely muddy. Instead of having to chuck them in the in the back of the box and have them, you know, run around, you can put them in the front in the cubby. And then afterwards, take a hose and just wash it all down. And uh, I mean, just amazing amount of space and you. Utility in, in this, and our customers helped us design almost every bit of it. So that that was um, one of the biggest passion points for us in, in this uh, in this truck and what it's able to provide for our customers that current vehicles just can't do. Wow! And then there's all the tech. I mean, you, you've got over-the-air updates uh, in this, uh, meaning continuing improvements as as you go along. And there's an option for Blue Cruise. If I understand correctly, for hands-free driving on certain roads, tell tell me a little about that, and and how attentive will the person behind the wheel need to be with with Blue Cruise? Yeah, so Blue Cruise is our hands-free driving. It, it's basically a level two autonomy in a way, and the way that the vehicle is set up is, um, you know. We, we have, you know, all kinds of sensors around the vehicle, but in addition to that, inside the vehicle, we actually have um, an, a, a eye camera in a way to make sure that the, that our customers are still paying attention to the road, right? So it isn't, um, it, but, it, it, so it isn't like, oh, go to sleep or anything. You still, you know, you still want to pay attention to the road, but it is full hands-free, which is really nice. And um, it's available on all of the um, blue blue zone kind of certified roads. So a lot of major highways, a lot of, um, you know, e even um, some of the roads. And with, um, with Blue Cruise, there's a lot of really cool features, including intelligent ACC um, with stop and go. So it'll, you know, accelerate and decelerate for you depending on who, the traffic around you. It's really, really cool. And uh, the team's done a great job with it. And then not only that, the, the, the great thing about this product is um, not necessarily 
you know, what we provide the customer at that point of sale, but also the fact that it has over the air updates uh, available for the entire truck. So as, as um, more developments happen, as, and as more, you know, technology and software become available, we'll be able to provide those updates to our customers and just keep the truck um, as, as smart as possible. And, and in a way getting smarter every day. That's terrific. And you do have, you will, I assume, be taking steps to ensure that there's not driver misbehavior using Blue Cruise so that uh, they don't get themselves in trouble and Ford in trouble along with them. Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, you know, cameras in the inside the vehicle to help manage, um, you know, how the eye is positioned and paying attention on the road. So, yeah, it, it's um, it's a great little technology. Very smart. So what are your thoughts about the challenge of providing all the capacity the power grid's going to need as EVs grow in popularity? There's an engineering challenge there. You don't want to be charging these vehicles using coal, obviously. So the really cool thing about this this vehicle is actually some of those power capabilities, right? So right now, I think you know that with our hybrids, we're actually able to deliver some level of pro power on board, on the go. So like in case of the 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 issues in Texas with power outages, folks were able to go ahead and plug their you know um, whatever it is in that they needed into the truck to be able to get juice out of the the, the hybrid battery. With this. Um, all, all electric vehicle, we have a much big, bigger battery. So a lot more capability for that pro power on board, whether it's plugging, you know, more things in, keeping a, a work site going or a campsite going, um, or um, we actually are starting a, 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 an even cooler feature, which is um, this ability to uh, use the vehicle as a backup generator in the home as well, right? So with um, with our wall box and if, if uh, a home inverter is installed, it could actually help protect the customer's home as a whole, um, as an entire ecosystem during these outages. So then you can kind of um, plan your, plan your um, not only like the times that you charge and utilizing that, that energy in the vehicle for, for, um, for accepting the, 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 the electricity, it can actually, in a way, change the direction that of that flow and power your home as well. Um, and based on a lot of the analysis that we've done, this is something that um, our customers are super excited about, especially, you know, in cases of like California where they have rolling blackouts, right? So in a way, what the, what the vehicle can do is sustain the home. And then, you know, when there is power, uh, smart enough to charge the vehicle up so that you can kind of keep using this uh, vehicle almost as a buffer for your home energy. And I think I read the uh in terms of keeping the vehicle charged, uh, that you're going to have a partnership uh, with Sunrun, encouraging people to, to use solar power when, when possible? Uh, I don't yeah, know. so so that's, that's this uh, intelligent backup. Um, so our partnership would be with Sunrun to provide the home inverter, as well as any solar work that the, the customers may choose. And that'll help with um, both the bi-directional kind of aspect of this power, um, but also you're right. I mean, in a way it allows our customers to kind of go greener with the solar panels and be re less reliant on the grid. 
Right, because I guess if we have so many new EVs out there, the question is, can the, can the grid as it exists today uh, handle it? And, and the answer is that we're going to need some new solutions, I suppose. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I'm just the chief engineer here. But uh, right. yes, infrastructure is something that's going to be really important. And that's where, you know, I, I think um, it's in a way it's really nice because this truck has gotten a lot of really great attention, right? President Biden was out here on Tuesday and, you know, he, he's very passionate about electrification. So in a way, um, hopefully he'll be helping with some of that um, infrastructure as well. Now, I know you're in the in the parking lot there or, or nearby. Do you have the ability to get out and, and show us the truck at all? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I can do that. So we actually have a different truck today out here. Um, than the one that was used for reveal. In the meantime, tell us, you know, and you can show us maybe, what do you think some of the key features are that are going to attract people to the F-150 Lightning? Maybe those who are new to the brand overall and, and the, the many, many longtime F-150 owners. So I'm at the truck here. Um, All right. So let me show you real quick and then I'll get back to, to you on that question. Is that okay? Sure. So this is our truck with our world headquarters building behind it. Um, this one is a Lariat truck, uh, but as you can see, it's uh, it's still very much a truck truck, right? And that's what we heard from a lot of truck customers is that they wanted it to look distinct and modern, but not different. Um, they didn't want it to be necessarily a science experiment. Uh, they wanted it to, to not only look like a truck, but also function like a truck. So, you know, for example, on the side, you can see, you know, we have a very traditional box and I think that's helpful because, you know, you can come up and lean in and, uh, you know, grab things versus, you know, if you have an angled kind of thing or some other kind of different design, it's just because it's much harder. Um, in addition, uh, we also heard from a lot of truck customers that they wanted the, the box to stay very much similar because they wanted to be able to take their um, current vehicle accessories, whatever they might have for, um, for box and, and just transfer it right into the product. So in a way, um, that was something that we kept very common as well. But if we take a look at the front of the vehicle, right, if, as we talk about distinct but not different, we can see that we, it does have a very distinct look with the light bar um, going uh, around the headlamps, around the grill, and then on the other side of the headlamps. Um, so that gives it that nice, beautiful, distinct look, whether it's day or night. Um, also, our headlamps are uh, full LED projectors uh, with dynamic bending. And uh, that technology is, is really great. And it's really helpful from, from a, a functionality perspective. That, dyna dy that dynamic bending really allows you know the headlamps almost to swivel a bit when you're starting to turn right it takes that steering um, input into consideration and and basically dials the headlamps to the left if you're starting to steer to the left also that grill um, and all the sheet metal on the vehicle we do have a lot of changes for hood fender and box and uh uh, we, it does really a lot from an aerodynamics perspective. So this is the most aerodynamic F-150 uh, that we've ever built. So that light bar is going to be the giveaway for people when they see these on the road. 
<laughs> yeah, so the front light bar, and then also um, we actually did quite a bit to the rear as well. And you'll see that there is a rear light bar that goes all the way across too. Um, and uh, a very distinct tail lamp look, right? The team did a great job on the lightning badge with a lot of really cool detail with uh, the black as well as uh, the blue font. So really a lot of exciting stuff and a lot of details in the vehicle, um, even the wheels, right? These are very, very aerodynamic, um, but they're also really beautiful and got a lot of detail to them. Linda, the range starts where and, and goes to where? Um, so the range on the standard battery is 230 miles and on the extended battery is 300 miles. And that's across the, the various models that, that you'll have out there. Yes, yes. And the starting price, just under $40,000. That's an accomplishment too for a vehicle like this, right? Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. We were, we've worked so hard to ensure that we kept costs down in the vehicle, leveraging a lot of the um, awesome benefits of you know, having a large company, being able to buy in scale uh, whether it's, you know, modules or seats or even just software development, right? So a lot of what we talked about with the Blue Cruise, um, we're able to offer um, that on a lot of vehicles. So that software development, that, that, um, that, cal that some of those that work, uh, basically in a way gets to, you know, be, be um, reused a bit in a way. And uh, we, we leverage that scale. And uh, that's what helps us provide an entry pricing of 39974 It's um, it, It's very, very, it, it's a wow price, right? Because I think it'll allow um, electrification to be adopted a lot easier uh, with for our customers. And while the F-150 Lightning doesn't arrive until the spring of next year, people can reserve their spot in line with a $100 deposit starting now, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, I encourage everybody to do that. Um, it is such an awesome product. Um, and uh, reservation started last night right after reveal. And uh, from what I'm hearing, it's, uh, it's, it's going very well. So I, I encourage everyone to get in and get their spot in line. Ford.com is the place to go. Linda Zhang, thank you so much for taking the time with us and giving us a little tour. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me, Fred. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.